Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to What's Your 9 to 5. My name is Chris Hookstra, and on the show today... We have Michaela MacArthur. How are you doing today, Michaela? Good. How are you? I am doing good. So I just learned a fact in the last couple of weeks. I learned that hairdressing is actually a trade. It is. You yes. are our trades yep. person. I had no idea. That is so cool to know. So um, yeah, first off, just introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody what you do. Yeah. So my name's Michaela, and I'm a hairdresser at Garifraxa Street Salon and Spa in Durham, and I've been doing this for about five years now, and fully licensed since 2018. So oh, wow. yeah, we're just getting underway with my career. So it's been really good. Nice. And the three years have been good. Like for, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for, first off, how did you get started into to being a hairdresser? What um, made you want to get into the field? I actually took a co-op where I work currently. Co-ops, I will always co-ops are the best things you can do. Yeah. Um, oh, I yeah. took a co-op and I had a really, I really enjoyed doing that, and I really realized that's what I wanted to do with, um, with my life and stuff, and to be yeah. a hairdresser. So did a co-op there, and I went away to school, and I was able to get a job back there as an apprentice, and now I'm fully licensed there. So awesome. Definitely was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Was it always something like since you were a kid that you wanted to do, or was it always. something? Always. Yeah. Always. Okay. Always. Always. I did doubt myself a bit, but yeah. I finally went with it. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You yeah. probably just, you start off growing up just like doing your friend's hair yes. and all that. And yep, all, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. They got some free, uh, some free, um, free service. That's awesome. So, um, first off, so what is like a daily, like your daily nine to five kind of look like for people who don't know? My day does change quite often. Mm -hmm. Some stuff is the same. So you get in there when you come in and for your day, you get your station ready, you're welcoming clients, you're consulting with clients. Once you have your clientele base, it's generally the same thing, but new clients, um, you're doing a lot more consultations and stuff, but everything changes daily, whether it's haircuts or colors or perms, that's different every day. Mm -hmm. And then when you go away to do weddings for updos and stuff, you're going away to, to see people to do that. So it definitely changes. Yeah. Um, so I like the change and I like being able to do mm -hmm. all kinds of different things. So yeah. Well, that's perfect. That's perfect. If it's always moving around, it's perfect for you so um first off so what are some challenges that you see with your job that uh, like maybe at first when you first got into the field were some were some big ones you had to get over um definitely the the most important challenge would be building your clientele because when you come out of school you know you are an apprentice still and um you you're not your name hasn't been known yet so it does mm -hmm. take a long time and it can take a lot of patience to wait for that it did take a couple of years for me to build the clientele to be full-time work and and busy all the time and i think that's probably the biggest challenge yeah. and just you know learning all that there's so many things you learn at a school you think you know everything when you come out of school and you come out of school and there's so many things other people can teach you other hairstylists can teach you um and that's definitely like just there's a lot of things to learn more to learn yeah. i'm still learning all the time so i would yeah. say that's yeah oh for sure and i feel like yeah definitely connections was is yeah. definitely like almost in most jobs like connections is such a big thing it's just talking to and getting to know other people in, in your industry because those people can help you definitely get to the next level and and give you some advice it's always a great thing to do so um going past some challenges so what is what are some things that you like just love about your job like what's the number one thing you show up to work you like okay i absolutely love this i cannot wait for this i i have do have favorite things that i do i 
really enjoy doing haircuts. So I've had mm. lots of haircuts in a day. It's like a favorite day for me. Nice. And updos. I love going and doing updos and weddings and prom updos. And those are probably my favorite things. So days where I have that or more of that, I'm. it's definitely a better day or more yeah. fun day for me than for other things. Yeah. Everybody kind of has something that they like more than something else. So for sure. Get that yeah. updo day. Get yes. the updo day. That's I really awesome. enjoy this. <laughs> so was there like a certain, like a specific person who like inspired you to get into this or somebody who really helped you along the way and like mentor you? There was a couple people actually. So my mm. aunt Bonnie, so Bonnie Cameron, she also works in a salon in town in Durham. She's been a hairdresser forever too and the, yeah. her whole career and she really inspired me to do it. I think what she does is awesome. And then the lady that I um, that I work with now who was also, who helped me with my apprenticeship and my co-op and stuff that owns where I work now. She's also been a big inspiration for me too. And I really look up to both of them um, just for help and everything and just how long they've been doing hair and how... You know they're really good at their jobs and they've just yeah. been a huge inspiration for me for both of them so yeah. yeah how long have they like been in the industry like do you know do i don't you know exactly yeah. i know it's probably 20 plus years for wow. both of them though so yeah, yeah. so they have tons from. and tons of experience definitely people i would ask questions to and look up to for sure so mm-hmm. yeah yeah so if you weren't a hairdresser what is where do you think you would end up like what other careers would you want to pursue if you weren't a hairdresser if i wasn't a hairdresser i probably would do something equine so i am mm-hmm. i'm in the equestrian world i would probably do something that had to do with horses oh, in nice. some way or another um yeah. that's probably what i would do instead yeah. if i wasn't yeah yeah for, for sure, sure. That's awesome. I've I went out, I've been on a horse once, and uh, <laughs> when I was on a horse, like my whole family went, and like well, my one experience with it, like my horse was fine, I had a great time. My, but my sister, it was her first time on a horse. She was small, and like the thing started taking off, running all of a sudden, oh, she fell off. So like ever since then, I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to do it. I should though. I should I should get over it and do it. But yeah, that's awesome. Um, so a, a bit more of like an intro perspective questions so if you could go back in time and talk to 16 year old Michaela what would you uh, what would you say to her um I definitely doubted myself a lot when I was that age thinking yeah. oh I couldn't be a hairdresser like there's no way I could do that I would tell myself that you don't doubt yourself you could do anything you could yeah. always do anything mm-hmm. always just yeah. be patient and take the time and it comes it happens definitely i definitely had troubles with that when i was in high school too Mm -hmm. it's like it's having the confidence to actually say like i want to do this and i believe i can do it yes exactly even music which was the field i was i was best in, i didn't have hardly any confidence in going into it but it's all i had so i went for it and it ended up working out but yeah 100 percent. that's some great stuff um so is there any any plugs or like any advertisements you guys got going on that you want to let the listeners know about or even any advice to any youth who want to get into hairdressing we don't have any advertisement, but but um, advice, just whatever you, whatever your dreams are, just go for it because it's so important to fall, like to do what you want to do yeah. because if you're going to do it for the rest of your life, you might as well do something that you enjoy. Exactly. So that's yeah. really important. <laughs> yes. If you're doing it eight hours every day, exactly, you, yep. better, you better like it or else you're going to go a bit crazy. Exactly. So Definitely. good advice. Well, Michaela, thanks for coming on. It's, I've been wanting to get a hairdresser on the show for so long. <laughs> so I'm glad we could finally get you on and, awesome. uh, and talk about that. But thank you so much. I really appreciate oh, the time. you're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Michaela MacArthur, ladies and gentlemen. For those who want a glimpse of trades-related careers, Edge Factor is empowering students to explore the skilled trades. This amazing online platform equips grades 7 to 12 students and their families with e-learning tools to showcase industries and careers teach soft skills, show how science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, or STEM come alive in the real world and provide glimpses into local industry and career opportunities. 
all Blue Water District School Board and Bruce Gray Catholic District School Board grade 7 to 12 students will have access to Edge Factor in 2021. Students are encouraged to ask their teacher to set up their personal account and start exploring. Hey, and uh, right now we're uh, here sitting with my man, Nick. Launchpad's own Nick. He's our newest hire. Nick, how you doing, my man? I'm great. I am great. It is an honor to be the newest hire. Yeah. Um, it feels like I, I won the lottery. I'm living the dream, man. How long you been here now? Oh, that's great. Oh, uh, what day is it today? The 28th? So I'm just approaching my first month. Oh, wow. your first month, man. How's it been so far? How's it been for you? You know what? Going into it, there was um, there's a lot of things that I thought I'd be doing, and then it quickly shifted, and there's a lot of new things that I'm doing. So yeah. honestly, it's like, uh, it's great. It's great. I can't even say what I will be doing, but I know what I have done. Because yeah. every day is a new day here. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Well, your official job title is Youth Engagement I Coordinator, so you help your, me out with that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We are and that's co, been fun. We are co-partners in this. Yeah. They so, they say the the engagement youth engagement coordinator is the best position here, so that's what at least I've heard. We it's it's pretty fun, I gotta say. We've been having a good time so far. We got to play Dungeons and Dragons last night for work. Like, can we come, call that work though? Like, I mean, we are really proficient. At it. We killed it. That's true. That's true. We did do we did an a good amazing job. job so we, we did a really good job. Maybe we are meant to. <laughs> they're just exploring so. a new opportunity. I think so. I think so, my man. So um. Nick, you come from Mississauga. You grew up in Mississauga. You're a city boy. That's true. So, um, tell us about. Okay, I want. I want to let. I want to let. The, like, I want to have the listeners know about. You know, maybe somebody else's perspective of coming from a city and then coming here. Because I know it's. Uh, we 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 have a bunch of per- perspectives of people from this area going to the city and like yeah. learning all that stuff. But how is like? What's the biggest difference for you going from living in Mississauga, just right outside of Toronto, to moving to a small town? And you're you're right in the boonies. You're yeah. right outside of Holstein. So what's that like? That's a great. Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind would be driving. Oh yeah. my. <laughs> Drive on a real note. The driving here is amazing Mm -hmm. compared to down in the city, but in terms of like um, different areas, I'd say the greatest thing about Gray Bruce County, the Gray Bruce area, that people may not indulge in, is that the people here are genuinely really nice. Yeah. The you, I think everyone up here, since we're such a small area, that you get to know everyone. Yeah. If you know someone, you do genuinely have their best interest for the most part yeah in the city there's just too many people and it feels like you don't know anyone and if you do know someone it's you need to use your network to kind of get further yeah it's okay okay it feels like when you're here everyone's just doing their part to try to get by and you know live live happy and well and down the city it's uh everyone's for their own yeah obviously with as many people there are down in the city, yeah. it's it's kind of hard to get opportunities. Yeah. Versus up here, I mean, it's just as hard. But you know, there's they're honest people, and yeah, you, you you get you get your opportunities when you work for it. Yeah. Everything I find, especially in Toronto, everything's way more fast. Yeah. You know, like people are just going, going, going. You know, cars going way faster. There's so many horns on. Go, 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 go! Come on, let's go! I need to get to work. This this huge <laughs> rush. We're here. Think it can get like that, but not even near the level that it is there. hundred oh, percent. Right? So it's a lot more slow. You know, nobody's going crazy. No one's taking to, a subway up here, so they don't know. 
how fast paced things can yeah, be. Yeah, dude. A subway oh. is the perfect example of the city. That is. You you get you go to the subway station, <laughs> everyone is crowded. It's like you're on the it's like you're a bleachers at the biggest football game. Everyone is shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulder. And you sit down and you don't talk and you look down and you just wait till you hear your stop and you leave. <laughs> it's like you don't entertain anything, you just you just sit there and you pretend yeah. like you're doing something, but we all know you're really not it's- doing anything. <laughs> You're just trying to get from point A to point B. And that's, yeah. that's what it's like in the city. It's just like you just yeah. focusing on what you yeah. need to do versus over here. It's, there's so many things that, although we're small, like there's just so many things to kind of look forward to and look mm-hmm. at. And because we don't have as much opportunity, it's like everything's like a big thing around here. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have a lot that's of... That's a good way of putting uh, it. I guess like a lot of festivals down in the city too. But like yeah. I know when I came up here, when I heard about Sights and Sounds, mm-hmm. it was like everyone knows about Sights and Sounds. Yeah. But yeah. in the city, there's a there's big festivals, but you know everyone's not going to it. Yeah, it not feels, everybody knows about it. Yeah, and it yeah. feels like up here, it's like even if sights and sounds may not be your thing, you still check it out. You just you got to do for it. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's fun. Like I guess because there's there's only so many festivals one little small town can put exactly. on. Right? And if there's something going on, almost everybody knows about it in a yeah. small town, exactly. which is kind of is. When, especially when it comes to like spreading like you know rumors going around and stuff, oh, they spread man. like that. Yeah. like that like you know like i know in high school for some people it was tough like that was especially a tough part is like how fast lies can be spread about you yeah. and everybody knows it like in a week it, it could be in your advantage if it's a good rumor but if it's a bad one oh, it's man. yeah it's rough yeah it's yeah. definitely rough so nick i want to get into um you're in a maybe an aspiring barber is this true you cut hair this on the side is correct yes how do you have an inside source how did you know this how do, um i don't know maybe some guy named nick i work with told me you listen chris <laughs> man i love this family over here launchpad yeah oh, we're great it's great man so how'd you first start getting into cutting hair like you just that's a great question i think oh man cutting hair for me I come from a big family, mm-hmm. so everyone in my family, there's something to offer. Yeah. Right? How many siblings you got? I have, I have a single sibling, but okay. my dad has seven brothers and sisters, and oh. in terms of cousins, there's 36 of okay, us. Okay, yeah. So, so <laughs> we had big, yeah. pretty big family parties. That's humongous. And I remember growing up, I'm... I'm one of the younger of my cousins and it just I saw everyone had something to offer whether it was music or you know some of them going construction or something you know I, I just felt like okay everyone's got to be known for something yeah and growing up I was like man I don't know so I remember like I love I love looking good yeah I just do <laughs> I think you yeah. can't you can't control the way you look but you could damn well control the way that you dress and yeah. appeal so yeah yeah and you know a haircut is part of that so mm-hmm. I, I remember like I just love admiring it and going into high school um, there was definitely this it, it, it just felt like it kind of came into place but I kind of came from an area that there wasn't really a barbershop like mm. I although I'm from the city yeah. I, I, I went to a predominantly um, pretty conservative school Everyone had like no one really cared that much, but then mm-hmm. I went when I went to my high school. There was a barbershop just around the corner, and oh, everyone nice. was going there. And you saw people getting fresh. And all yeah. That stuff. So I was like, you know what? I want to take a crack at that. Yeah. So I started uh, when I was in high school, and I just 
ask friends i was like man like i just want to learn how to cut hair mm-hmm. you know like can you can i just practice and if it's bad i'm sorry just wear a hat man and, yeah you yeah, know it's that yeah. boat of confidence but yeah 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 it, it would they they got a haircut out of it free i didn't charge anything and then i got to learn something that i could provide to people yeah and that's what i always felt like just to provide to people like giving that value to others yeah i think it's the greatest currency we have as people like that's to, a good way of putting to it give value to others that's the greatest currency yeah so i started cutting hair and then here we behold i uh i do it on the side i i love it i just get to talk to people you know and yeah. it's, it's the same way at launchpad like yeah yeah you get paid to although we're doing something here you yeah know, you're executive director as a podcast and yeah, yeah all that we are ultimately our job is to talk to people yeah and i love it yeah I, you can't, you're very good at it you're you very good at it yeah you can't tell me that it's it's fair to get paid to just talk to people yeah it feels so, like robbery it's true. sometimes it does sometimes for me honestly i'm like should i be getting paid for this should i really if i enjoy it this much and you know this is all we do but someone's got to be good at talking it's true it's and, true and i and that's what i think helped me with being like a barber because i mean if anyone knows what it's like cutting hair it's very easy to become quiet you can just get so focused on like making sure that the hair is good that you yeah. forget that someone is sitting there. Yeah. So you learn this ability to be able to focus on doing something successful while making sure that they yeah. feel comfortable. And yeah, so that's what I, I, I loved it. And I just kind of kept running with it because, yeah. man, when you tell anyone uh, you cut hair, they, they're like, well, I mean, first they're skeptical. But yeah. then when they see the work, they're like, oh, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love a free hair. Yeah, of course. Who, who wouldn't, wouldn't want a free hair? Yeah, who would? Why would I not want to look amazing yeah. right now? Yeah, so. and it's a good way for you to practice. You yeah. Just get, yeah you and it just opens opportunities you. to meet people. Yeah, like, connections. Connections. Exactly. That's what we were just talking about with Michaela. She's a hairdresser in Durham, and she was talking about how a bunch of her job is just connecting and networking with people to get clients it's all that like and that's most jobs is just networking with people and making connections you know and i feel like it it, i almost sometimes it's i hear that word so much i'm networking man i gotta make connections because you just hear that all the time it's like gotta grind get get those connections (laughs) it's like always shout out but it's it is true it It is true true. and I think the one thing that we here at Launchpad and, you know, being a barber and Michaela with being a hairdresser, the difference in element that we have gaining connections versus anyone that says they are networking, which yeah. kudos to their networking, is that we can offer someone to be put in a vulnerable spot. Mm-hmm. Like the podcast is a very intimate thing. Mm-hmm. Cutting hair is and hairdressing is very intimate. You know, yeah. I, I mean, other than the fact that you're sitting there staring in a mirror and like I'm looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's there's this willingness that like if you don't talk and I don't talk, this is going to be a very awkward. Yeah. Experience. <laughs> yeah so you very... feel forcefully yeah. needing to open up. Mm-hmm. And then if I could get you in a comfortable state, like, hey, I appreciate that you talk to me. It's like the floodgates have yeah opened. yeah and that's people. where really those connections come in like it's yeah. like you don't understand how easy it is when you make someone after their first haircut they feel so good yeah and then after that yeah. they come back and they're like an open book they're just telling yeah. about everything and yeah it's just because you know that we have that ability to make them feel vulnerable like yeah if, we, if we're in the rant like on the road how much how much of a connection can i be really to you maybe yeah. you can get my phone number but will i reply yeah. you know exactly. get my email but will i respond mm. it's and that's what we hear like that's the element to connections I really it's if you can get someone in a vulnerable spot yeah. but it all comes down to what can you offer them yeah and with the podcast you give them a platform you know haircutting yeah. you give them a haircut it, that's what it is exactly yeah no, that's, a, that's a great that's a great way to put it man um, yeah like I, I, I forget how much of like 
like you hear all that story you hear all the time stories about like how barbershops are just a hub for people to talk with like they're low there's people in the area and like sit yeah. down and talk to and talk to somebody it's not just a haircut you know no it's, it's a whole it's an experience yeah and yeah. especially when you get the right crowd in like there's there's been times where i've been cutting hair and you know someone that you didn't think would act or be a certain way it just ends up surprising you like the, i've i've had a i've i've cut an older gentleman and at first i thought um he will not be named though it's very ignorant but mm. he ended up you know saying some stuff that opened my mind i was mm. like wow that's you know and i would have you know wrongfully so i did judge him and i mean everyone judges it's mm-hmm. that's how it is but yeah. you know i would never expect it what i expected out of that guy yeah. and that's and that's the thing it like it comes down to a barbershop like you could have those deep talks you yeah. could have the funniest people come in yeah. you could have people that just feel lost and you know and it's yeah. like i'm although yeah. i'm cutting your hair i'm also will do my best to give you as much advice that mm-hmm. when you walk out that door you feel both better like on the inside and outside yeah and it, sure. and it's like it's an eclectic group of people like and you'd never know you never know yeah. when it comes into barbershop but yeah there's times where man i've i've cut people hair and their friends come over and oh my god i i feel bad because i feel like i'm almost gonna ruin their hair because my hand is shaking from laughing oh yeah yeah <laughs> but then <laughs> other times it's just like after we cut like I've, I've I've had it where like you know like are you free to just sit for like another 20 minutes and I finish the haircut and then I just sit there with that person oh wow yeah, really just because, talk with them you know you Man. get sometimes you just you get that it's just and you can't explain it and everyone here knows they, at least I'd hope you know what a connection feels like where you just feel that moment you're like wow like this is this is pretty intense yeah or pretty important yeah yeah and that's yeah, like, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed that with being a podcast director, like, just being able to, like, see sometimes, like, people shifting from, like, just talking to, like, talking or... Yeah, You yeah. know, those, like, you just... it's like Yeah, a, for sure. I've definitely... There's been a couple times, for sure, where I've seen that. I guess when, when you get a microphone in front of somebody, they kind of... The walls mm. almost get put up more, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to really open up, especially if it's the first time being in front of a oh. microphone. A lot of people are like, oh, my gosh. Like, they, they hear themselves and they get nervous. Yeah. They're like, oh, I sound so... <laughs> and so, so they kind of, you know... Oh, I spit. But, I'm so sorry. I spit yeah, exactly. It's like... And it's like, it's like it's, it's okay. You can relax. But, like, I get it. You yeah. know, I get it. You know, some people just don't know what to open up is easy especially when you have like a yeah a microphone in front of them they're kind of like ah they yeah. don't know what to say or they want to say the wrong thing but yeah d- definitely some similar similarities there for sure yeah. so like so what do you what, what do you want to do with the haircutting thing in the future like do you want do you plan on opening your own barbershop around here because i know around here we definitely need it you would get a ton of business i i have heard that the selections here are rather slim Yes. <laughs> the yes. Hanover region is rather um, needing of uh, young talent, mm-hmm. as we would say. I think, I think yes. I don't have a definitive timeline on it because yeah. I genuinely am loving what I do here, Launchpad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's don't leave, don't you? Leave it, <laughs> if anyone knows, uh, we have a drop in till 8 p.m. So if you need a haircut afterwards, yes, then maybe I'll open my business that way. There you go. Yeah, maybe we'll just, everyone that's listening to this, you got to convince my boss to let me come to work later so I could sleep in if I do these after, uh, these late night haircuts. Emily, if you listen to this, let the man (laughs) Let the man cut the hair. (laughs) But no, yeah, I think I do. I I do aspire to open up a shop, but there's... I'm still young and there's a lot yeah. that goes into there's there's one thing being a professional there's another thing being a businessman 
Yeah. Um, you know, and I kudos hats off to anyone that has a mom and pop shop or a, a mortar store around here because yeah. it is not easy dealing with finding rent, location, advertising, branding. Oh, there's, no. you know, there's a lot to it. So yeah. for the meantime, we'll say if you know me, you know, oh, <laughs> referrals only. Yes. But hopefully in the soon future, I can yeah. open up something where I am offering a, a barber space to, to the young people of great bruce county anyone Dude. that wants uh as i call a, a fullet a faded mullet come on in if you want to get tons look. of those around here bro this is the perfect we, market if for you're that. getting a fullet though you have to drive in with either ski do or quad bike we don't uh, uh we don't allow regular cars to come into the shop yeah no it has it has to be one of the three a, yeah. a dirt bike a quad or a ski do yeah or even just a big truck or a john deere tractor if you could come in with a john deere tractor <laughs> I will give you a haircut for free <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, you'll get those people, bro. Trust me. And we're not talking no Somehow. small tractor. I'm talking about a farming tractor. One with the tires that are as big as me. If you could bring that in through the town of Hanover, I'll gladly be your barber for the rest of your life. You hear that? Hear that? All the, all those John Deere tractor owners who need a, a fullet, get in to <laughs> hit Nick up. Hit Nick up. <laughs> give me an email. <laughs> Oh man, um, but uh, yeah, thanks for having this quick conversation with me, Nick. It was great. Oh. Um, anything else you want to talk about, bro? Anything? Yeah. How are you? How am I? Oh, what a way to close. I'm doing good. Um, I'm glad the podcast is finally up and running again yeah. after a couple months hiatus. Um, it's been weird. I used to have Brooklyn here as my co-host all the time yeah. for the first couple seasons, but um, while she co-opted with us last year, but. Obviously, right now, um, we were planning on getting another co-op student to do the co-host thing, but we haven't been able to. Nobody's signed up for that yet, so we're what still would, waiting. What would be the credentials that you would look in for a, a um, podcast? Well, we just need somebody who um, obviously would be comfortable talking on a mic. Yeah. And uh, somebody who just loves so. to talk. You know, somebody likes to talk to people, write up questions, be organized, you know, organize, you know, all the interviews, email people, you know. But most importantly, obviously, is being able to talk in front of a microphone and, and be, you know, at least, um, at least well, a bit well versed in it, you know, like yeah. know what you kind of what you're doing when you're talking, yeah. you know. But um, it is tough. It is like I, even me, like when I first started, I'm like, how's this gonna go? Like I remember it's, doing a couple yeah. like joke podcasts with my friends. <laughs> I'd had mics at home. We just set them up and just talk about just just like nothing but like but nothing but everything at the same exactly time. so yeah. like i had a bit of experience with that so i'm like let's do it and i just kind of jumped in and started doing it but um it definitely takes time but yeah if any youth out there we we need we need co-op students so 100%. whenever the next co-op thing starts i don't know i forget how the i think i forget how the semesters work this year in yeah. the high schools but um yeah sign up and you can be my co-host interview some cool people in the area it's pretty oh, dope and they don't know about the the hidden perks of the work and launchpad no they don't for this month we have free ice cream for any employees <laughs> no one would have known no that. we don't no we don't nick no we don't <laughs> No, we don't. Except for that one co-op suit. That's interesting. We may have free except, except for the one co-op suit. <laughs> except for the one co-op suit wants to come in and uh, be my co-host. You can get some free ice cream. But anybody else, no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay, well, Nick, thanks for coming on, my yeah, man. I have a quick thank conversation. You. I appreciate it, my man. And I, uh, we'll have to have you come on probably again. Oh, I like these, I like these casual conversations of just people who work here. I, I feel yeah. like they're cool. It's cool to get your perspective as a, an aspiring barber and somebody yeah. who used to live in the city coming down here. And it's a different atmosphere. People don't know what it's like being in the podcast room. Exactly. It's a great room to be in. It is a great room. It's and um, room. hopefully, yeah, I still need to put some panels up. 
Uh, I'm going to do that soon, though. This week. Sure. This week. Sure. We'll put them up. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And um, next, catch us next week, every Wednesday. You know, where to, you know where to listen to us on everything. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you didn't know that was a thing, that is a thing. Google Podcasts is a thing. So, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, remember, stay hydrated and chase your dreams. Peace. <laughs>